This is the big time, girly. This is rock and roll. Hey, you're hanging in the dummy room. I'm Jody Havnot, joined as always by Mr. Nate Demo. What's up, dude? Not much, man. Uh, nothing's new. Nothing at all. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. how's it going tonight? Uh, pretty good, man. Pretty good. Hanging good, we, uh, in, you know, same old we, shit. Work, make money, pay bills. It's all gone and blah, blah, blah. blah. I hear you, man. Uh, <laughs> so this is, uh, we had a little bit of a fuck up last, the past couple weeks on the show. We've been trying to do this uh, ergs thing, and that, that'll actually be next week. Um, yeah, so yeah, in full disclosure. So we we normally <laughs> record on Tuesdays, and then I have nine days to edit it, and it gives me plenty of time, because I got all kinds of shit going on, right? So we were going to do the ergs thing, when was that, last week? And it didn't happen. So, I don't know. Then we did the Cliffy thing, and I just got that out real quick, which was recorded on a Tuesday. It came out that Thursday, right? Or was it Wednesday? I don't even know. It was Tuesday, yeah. So now we're, we're like, behind the eight ball and shit. So this is Wednesday. It's supposed to come out. It's a Wednesday at 11.57, and it's supposed to come out. I normally, we try to get it out at midnight on Thursday. So in three minutes. <laughs> so... We went ahead and we recorded this Ergs thing, and that's going to come out Thursday to put us back on schedule. And this will be a shorter Next episode, we think, because I have an interview that I did with Erie Vaughn that we can add in. And then yeah. we can just shoot the shit for a little while, and you'll still get a show this week. It may not come out in three minutes, but... <laughs> it ain't coming out in three minutes. And so. sometime on Thursday, I'll try my hardest to get it out. You know what I mean? Yeah. And if we don't get it out to you in time, if you're listening, we're sorry, and we will refund any money that you paid. Yep. Uh, and if you are listening uh, and you're hearing this the day it comes out and you live on the East Coast, uh, you're probably getting fucked up by that hurricane, right? Oh, my God, yeah. Um, so I know we get a lot of downloads from that area, Georgia and uh, South Carolina area. So, um, yeah, just uh, wow. take care. Yeah, dude. Um, I heard today that it is... Uh, it's going to be tremendously big and tremendously wet. <laughs> uh, well, I don't know. If are you, you talking about that. the hurricane? Or are you? What are you talking yeah, about? <laughs> that was uh, that's, that was uh, Trump's uh, explanation of the uh, hurricane. Wow. Yeah. I don't. Pay, I, you know, I don't watch the news or pay any attention <laughs> to the world. So, but I, uh, you know, it's hard to escape. What do you think about this, this whole, uh, you know, man-made weather? You know, now it's starting to get out of control. Man-made weather, huh? Some harp shit. <laughs> I don't yes, know. I've seen that shit. I um, don't know. You know, Do you I think, don't know. though, that A, that we do have the technology to make it rain when we want? Okay. Number one, you got to believe that we have that. I don't know if that's true or not. But if we do, it's totally possible that the, the it could get out of control. And the next thing you know, there's crazy hurricanes that shouldn't be there. And, like, I don't know. You know? Yeah. Like that movie, uh, cloudy with a chance of meatballs right <laughs> yeah. he wants to make a little bit of food and the next thing you know they got a fucking problem it's very possible well, but if they could why wouldn't they 
produce this rainy weather over uh, Lake California when yeah, yeah. it states on fire or there this uh, major drought. That's you know the, what I mean? That's the it's thing. Like, it's like, yeah, I don't believe that we have that, but there's a whole conspiracy that supposedly we do and blah, blah, yeah, blah. I don't, I don't know if that's true. Yeah, so whatever. But Those um, conspiracies are funny, though, man. I mean... Do you believe that that whole adage that supposedly there's an ounce of truth in these things and it just gets blown out of con- out of proportion, or do you think it's all just straight bullshit? Um, depends on the theory, you know that that weather, the man-made well, let me weather. Let some theories like... on you, then <laughs> we'll see where you're at. With Let's this do it, shit, Nate. What do you, you've heard the whole flat Earth theory, right? What do you think of that <laughs> crazy shit? Uh, that's a little crazy. Um, but is it? I don't know. I mean, um, I don't believe they, that we've ever they've ever proven the the globe Earth because I don't believe that they've really <laughs> been that far out in space. And if they have, why can't they get a fucking picture of it? Of Earth? What are you all talking about? All those pictures about? of Earth that you've seen that people think they've seen are all bullshit. It's all art. <laughs> it's it's all not <laughs> photographs. It's all like comped photos and artist renderings of such. You know. I think that there is a thing where for the money that they take from taxes to give to NASA, I mean, they want you to believe that they're doing all these great things in this supposed space, you know? I don't believe any of it for a fucking second because I don't believe we went to the moon, dude. Do you believe in the moon landing? I don't. I don't. I'm on the fence about the moon landing. I'm, no, it's um, all bullshit. I think it's Fake. most likely bullshit. Um, but... I'm pretty sure that the Earth is round. Well, I'm not saying that I believe in the flat <laughs> Earth, but I, I am saying that there's no proof of the globe Earth other than that you can whatever sail around it or whatever. You know? Yeah. But as far as pictures from space, there is no such thing. Because really? I, they can't even get... I don't even believe that people can get into what we consider outer space. You know what I mean? I think that... Like, even the space station shit footage you see, it's just in high Earth orbit. Like, you know, it's not in space. You know what I'm saying? Okay. And um, that's just... I just don't... Like, I saw this uh, little documentary, and granted, I've been known to kind of go into these rabbit holes. Okay? (laughs) You know? But, like, I've seen this footage of these NASA astronauts talking about how... They want to someday go back to the moon, but the problem is they can't get past this fucking Van Allen radiation belt, okay? And supposedly, no humans can get past it without major radiation damage, you know what I mean? And so, okay, so if that's true, then how the hell did these uh, scientists send these dudes to the moon in this little capsule ran by computers that had the computing power of your fucking Casio wristwatch? And... (laughs) To the moon and back, <laughs> through the Van Allen belt on the way there, and back through it on the way home, supposedly. Yet no no kind of damage to their physical body, you know? Yeah. And, and these guys are saying today they can't figure out how to get through that radiation belt without major problems. So how could they have possibly done that in 1969 with a like fucking Commodore 64? It probably wasn't <laughs> even that powerful. Yeah, I don't, I don't buy know, it man. for a fucking not even a half a second. Yeah, I'm with you there. I, I don't know about the the moon landing. So because it, I mean, it, couldn't they go back today like a piece of cake if that if they could have done it back then with what we supposedly have today? It's all yeah. just a fucking scam to get your tax dollars to get these millions of dollars, 
it went to NASA for research. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It's all horseshit, um, dude. Anyways, well, let's not go too far into rabbit holes. We're supposed to be about some kind of pop punk fun over here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so today, actually, the recording day, I figured out that if that if you are, if it's your birthday and we're recording on that day and you're fucking awesome, we're going to we're going to say happy birthday. So happy birthday to Evo Backbreaker. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to From, of course, Apers, Windowsill, Giant Eagles, Lone Wolf. Um, We should play that Ghoulies birthday song. Dude, well, we should play a Giant giant Eagle song. Yeah, that'd be cool, too. Dude, oh, fuck it. drummer yeah and uh i was 
for for kicks today i actually went to his uh discography page <laughs> and um holy shit i i i kind of forgot how many records the the apers had yeah but a lot fucking yeah. shit ton yeah i kind of forget about some of them but yeah a lot of good stuff and of course you know he's still going still <laughs> um, going yeah and bat bites and yeah so i love it all dude all yeah, so uh solid happy birthday dude yeah happy birthday man um, if you're listening it's just a. I guess i'm i guess we're looking for a, another excuse to play uh <laughs> giant eagles or windowsill oh, or yeah. something so yeah i don't want to say thing every week like the birthday roll call but yeah no but if your birthday happens to be when we're recording that day hell yeah hell yeah <laughs> um yeah so uh today we're gonna do uh we're just gonna talk about um i don't know what i mean uh eerie vaughn yeah i don't know what we're talking about today this is just a makeup episode so we can do whatever we want but i do have that interview that with eerie i did like i don't know now it's been a couple of weeks but uh you know i was a huge fan of like sam hain and even the first couple danzig records when i was a kid i mean thought the shit was cool you know what i mean and uh yeah so i got to just hang out with Yvon for a little while i actually hung out with him a lot longer before i decided fuck dude i could record this and put it on the show that'd be awesome so we, we talked for maybe uh the actual what recording might be like 13 14 minutes but i <laughs> i sat there and shot the shit with him for like maybe an hour you know what i mean i got to hang out with the dude for a while we were outside smoking together and shit <laughs> it was cool dude we were talking about. I told him about the dummy room, and at the time when I when this was going on, we had just done that Richie Ramone thing that we had done, and mm-hmm. uh, I was telling him that's what, he was like, "What was your latest episode?" So I was telling him about that, and we we had this discussion about the Ramones and how Richie Ramone cheated, and like that was the only way they were able to make the set list those two <laughs> minutes shorter. And here he's like, "You just fucking play quarter notes, dude, lame," and all that stuff. I was like, man, oh, man, and that's what gave me the idea. I was sitting out there with him. I'm like, God, this shit's gold. I wish I was recording this. So I finally just said, dude, would you just record with me? He's like, yeah, dude. So, yeah, we did that. So we're going to play that for you, and we'll come back from that here in a second. So check this shit out. Irivan, me, Nashville, Tennessee. Check it out. We have news for the beautiful people. There's a lot more of us in our view. Any of you that have ever felt stepped on, left out, picked on, put down, why don't you just come down here and join us, okay? All right, we're back at the Rocket Pod. I'm sitting here with fucking Erie Vaughn, dude. What's up? Nothing much. How you guys doing? Yeah. We are Took good. Up on that mic a little. There you go. Dude, let me just say, I've been a fan of you. I told you this earlier, but dude, I've been a fan of you since I was probably 10 years old. <laughs> and uh, it started with me with fucking Sam Hain. That was my shit. Cool. Yeah, dude. So, I mean, to me, you're a fucking legend, bro. Thank you. That's what it says on the press. <laughs> and Sticker I got on the album. Yeah. Punk rock legend, <laughs> yeah, Eerie That's Vaughan. what they say, yeah. Rosemary's Babies, fucking Sam Hain, Danzig, solo shit, killer art killer photography the guy's a fucking legend man i appreciate you giving us a little bit of well, your if time you stay, dude. stick around long enough that's what they call you yeah 
So you jamming later or what? Oh no! No, no I, was I say, I'll play I, some uh, all murder. I all haven't. Cuts, I haven't eaten. I haven't <laughs> eaten today. I got hardly any sleep. I got to go pick up the wife at work. You know, so I'm 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 just gonna stay till like six and then go. I hear you. You know, I'm tired. So what made you want to play music in the first place, dude? Um, I my dad played a lot of stuff while I was growing up. You know. Right. And I was an Elvis fan. I was a Beatles fan. My sister had a big influence on what I listened to from what, you know, in the other room, yeah. you know. And just when I was a kid, I was I was a pitcher. I played baseball, and I wanted to either be Tom Seaver from the Mets or, or Elvis Presley. So right. <laughs> once the baseball thing kind of went, you know, came and went, after, like, I got to be 14 or 15, I was just like, eh, I want to play music and just – you know, that was just pretty much it because I liked it so much and I wanted to be on stage and, you know, be a rock star. Yeah, so, so I mean, at that age, you were already hanging around with, like, with the misfits and shit. Yeah, just about. I hung around with Doyle and uh, he was telling me, you know, my brother's got a band and all this and gave me some of the records. And um, I was going into New York with my sister and saw my first misfit show at 15 when I was, you know, might have been even younger. Uh, Halloween Doyle's first show and just would go then after that it would just go into uh, the city and stuff and see all those bands that everybody wishes they saw right. you know <laughs> so you saw the early Ramones at CB's and shit it's not at CB's you couldn't get in at that time it was right. too crowded and they they stopped playing there eventually right because um, at that time I would have been like 14 15 so they could they weren't even playing there anymore um, no, I saw bands like Minor Threat oh, okay. and uh, you know nice. Bad Bad Brains, you know oh, fuck yeah. Black Flag, uh, all the local TMA. New York bands, uh, Heart Attack, Kraut. See the Heartbreakers? Uh, no, no, I never got a chance. I don't even know if he was still alive then. I'm not <laughs> sure. Our guitar player Pete was really into Johnny Thunders. Yeah, but no, I just would go. I saw the Necros. You know, I would right. just go. To like Irving Plaza or right. Greg Gildersleeves, <laughs> and you would there'd be like four or five bands on the bill for like ten bucks maybe or six bucks, right. you know. So we'd go every weekend and just go stage diving and you know fucking <laughs> slam dancing Hell and yeah, shit. Dude. So saw a lot of that stuff, well, you know. You've taken legendary photographs. What led you to photography? That started before that. Okay. I didn't even. I mostly just shot the Misfits and maybe some friends' bands or whatever. But when I went to shows, I didn't bring the camera, so I didn't document the scene. Or I was too busy, you know, going crazy. And <laughs> you know, I mean, I didn't want to take pictures of Minor Threat. I wanted to j dive off the stage. You yeah. Know? <laughs> and uh, so, were you straight edge at these Minor Threat shows? Yeah, mostly. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Yeah. Okay. D didn't probably shave my head and didn't drink for like <laughs> three years. Do you have the X's and everything? Yeah. That's yeah. what's up. Sharpie. <laughs> and, um, you know, saw those bands, you know, Agnostic Front, um, Murphy's Law, guys right. like that. New York Hardcore. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's what's exactly. up. That, so that's what we did. That's pretty fucking cool. Yeah. So was the Rosemary's Babies your first band? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So just, I was I was at a Misfit show. I was probably shooting them at the time. Right. And a guy I went to high school with saw me and... I hadn't seen him in a couple of years because he graduated like two years before me. And he said, so what are you doing? I'm like, oh, I'm playing the drums. He's like, oh, I'm playing bass. Why don't we start a band? And I was just like, okay. <laughs> you know, so it was that. And he said, oh, a guy lives next door to me. He plays guitar. He plays just like the Joey Ram Johnny Ramone. Yeah. 
and he's really fucking fast and awesome and he's got a car he can make it to rehearsal <laughs> and you know so we just started rehearsing for like six months and trying to find a singer and i was writing most of the lyrics and most of the songs and bass players writing some and then we eventually got a singer we did a record did some shows and yeah. then everybody sort of like gave up you know yeah like I gotta work, or I got a girlfriend, or you know, <laughs> you know. So it just kind of fell apart, you know. So what led you to? I mean, how did the whole connect with Glenn lead to you being in Samhain? Well, we we got to be friends after I shot them the right. first time, and I was making T-shirts, and we had some interests like horror movies and toys. You're we collecting a lot of monster toys and like you know Japanese robots and right. stuff. So we would just we we talked on the phone a lot, and I'd go hang out his, his you know his uh, little basement apartment. Yeah, and we just became better better and better friends. And just when he was gonna leave the Misfits, he just said, "You want to do this band with me?" And I'm like, "Yeah." So it was just like I said, if you lived in Lodi and you played something, right. you're eventually gonna be in somebody's band. You know, <laughs> that's kind of so, how Steve got in too, right? Yeah, yeah. He was in Lodi. He had drums set up in his <laughs> right. in his in his bedroom. You know, and he had a car. Glenn didn't have a car. I had a car. Right. You know, eventually. Whose idea was it for that Initium cover with the fucking blood? So fucking iconic. Glenn wanted to do that with the Misfits, I think. Yeah. But he said that they weren't into it. Like, they didn't want to get all messy and stuff. (laughs) So he wanted to do that. And he also had written some some songs that he was going to give to Sam Hain for uh, the last Misfit record, um, Earth A.D., so, yeah. th- so there was some songs he wanted to hold back, like Die, Die, My Darling and Death Comes Ripping and Blood Feast. So he didn't think that they would work with the Misfits or, the you know, whatever. Right. But he needed a couple more songs, so he, put, you know, get, gave it to them and they recorded them. Yeah. You know, so, yeah, that was, he, he had a lot of things that he had wanted to do right. that maybe just wouldn't work for the band. So he waited till he got in the band that he, you know, he was, he thought was ideal, you know. Right. I always thought it was interesting that timeline. Like when I was a kid, it seemed like that shit was so spaced out into eras, but it's really all just kind of bled together. Like Sam Hain into straight into Danzig, there was really no break, was there? No, the Misfits ended in like '83, right? And Sam Sam Hain started in '84. Um, Sam Hain turned into Danzig in '87. Yeah. So it was all just one right. long period. You it's know? pretty fucking cool. So which which era did you prefer as far as your being in the band? Did you like Danzig better or Sam Hain or what? Well, I liked Sam Hain because I had to learn how to be on the road and how to play on stage and right. you know just develop my personality and stuff. Yeah, that's pretty cool. And um, but then by the time it was Danzig, you know, I already wanted to be a rock star, so I already knew how to handle it. You know. Right. I didn't have problems talking to the fans for three hours or doing record signings and photo shoots. And when I went on stage, it was just like, yeah, this is my fucking turf. You know, you like it or you don't, you know. Yeah. And so it was it was a natural thing. I was a ham as a kid. I did a lot of, you know, in high school, I always sat at the front of the, the class and, and did a lot of comedy, you right. know. And I had gotten up and sang in front of the class when I was like eight years old, uh-huh. you know. So it was just a normal thing for me. I just wanted to be fucking on the road and make records and not have a regular job, you yeah. know. So what did you think, like, well, all of a sudden, you know, the first Danzig record, Mother's a relative hit, not not too big, but all of a sudden, 93, an explosion when you, they, you guys did the live video. 
I always thought that that was just crazy that it came out of nowhere. I already loved the song, obviously, but I always just thought it was so strange that it took it, you know, five years later, and all of a sudden it's a fucking huge MTV hit. How was that for you? Well, nothing really changed. Uh, we just sold some more records. Right. Um, but, yeah, the reason the, it, the first it didn't go the first time is because of the video that we did for it. I love it. that video. Yeah, you know, so MTV chicken. wouldn't play it. Rip. So there you go. No, you right. know, no record sales. The only record sales we'd get was from radio airplay and us going out on the road. Right. So that's a hard way to go. So, you know, so once we got the video that MTV wanted to play, <laughs> then it, that's how we sold all the records, you know. Yeah. And that was cool. It was nice hearing it on or seeing it on MTV or hearing oh, yeah. it on the radio more You guys were huge for a while, dude. Like the same kind of like douchebag jocks that I hated. Yeah. All of a sudden they were like listening to Danzig. <laughs> yep. Yeah, crazy. there's guys wearing T-shirts and you're all like, you don't even fucking know who they are. <laughs> like, I heard that for band. years. Yeah. Everybody hated that shit. And then <laughs> they just went to something else. Right. You know, just just jumped on the bandwagon. Yeah, it's just like they don't give a fuck. It's just what Yeah, I know. Well, we heard that from the fans going from Sam Hain to Danzig. And yeah. it, we lost a lot of people, just like we lost a lot of Misfit fans. Right. You know. People can't handle change, dude, you know. Yeah. Well, the first couple of sh shows or first tour we did for Sam Hain, people were showing up just for curiosity's sake. Right. Or seeing Glenn because they couldn't see Glenn in the is Misfits that, anymore. Is that why you guys were doing like London Dungeon and like horror Well, we didn't shit. have that many songs, you okay. know. Plus, it was also like a crowd pleaser thing right you know people come out they want to see you know so we we always kept two or three songs in this set well, Plus, i like, like that I said, version some of, of london those, dungeon man it's fucking heavy some of those uh, songs like i said were supposed to be sam hayne songs anyway right. so glenn didn't have a problem with us playing them you know yeah that's fucking cool let me ask you this i, I want to see if you remember this you probably don't because you've played a million shows but 19 i guess it was 88 i live in st louis so i go to see danzig right Mississippi Nights. I don't know if you remember that place. It's yeah. since defunct. Well, great place to see bands. Yeah, right on the right, right on the water. On the water dude. Yeah, yeah, we we went to do a show once, and it's right after a flood, and the water was all the way up to the parking dude. lot. Oh yeah. And we used to stay at the hotel right across the street, the Radisson yeah. or whatever. But let oh, me yeah. Do you remember this though? 1988. The show was playing. You guys, are, I think you're in the middle of like evil thing or something. Glenn stops the show. This fucking dude had a prosthetic, lost his fucking leg in the pit. You guys had to stop the show until we found it. <laughs> and they passed it over like a fucking beach no, ball. No, I don't remember that. Glenn signed it, and then you went back to the show. Yeah, no, I don't remember that. But that sounds like something <laughs> we would do, yeah. Absolutely rad. I liked playing that place, but it was so hot. So hot. And so crammed with people. Yeah, dude. And like I said... We even had to play that place in like 1990, and it was uh, us and Soundgarden. Come yeah. on, yeah, you know, in that place. Well, I was there. <laughs> you know. That was like 90, right? Right. Yeah, I was there. We figured we, you know, we play someplace else, a little bit bigger, with both of us, you know, at that same level, sort of. Right. And it was just like, okay, it's a punk rock gig. Let's go. <laughs> you know, and yeah. we just went crazy. Yeah. Know? Oh yeah, great times, man. But yeah, Erie, we don't want to keep you too long. I know you've been fucking up all yeah, day on no sleep. Yeah. Much appreciate your time. You're welcome. I'll take that from you. Thank oh, you, man. I got to go sit back down in my hard chair. I also have a really bad back, so this is not good for me. <laughs> well, so, I appreciate it. All right, it, you bro. guys take care. All right. You too. So yeah, man, Erie Vaughn, kind of cool. That's awesome. Cool. You know, love Sam Hain when I was a kid. So we... I know you were a Misfits fan, but you never really got into Sam Hain much, huh, Nate? No, I didn't. Um, still, really don't 
it just doesn't do it for me, you know. I went too, and um, too goth st- and not enough punk for you. Huh? A little, yeah, a little too gothy, I guess. Um, went back today and listened to a little bit, and um, you know, nothing I hate, but nothing that's really great at all, you know. Oh man, um, I think you've lost it, bro. I might have lost <laughs> it, but no. I, when I was a just, kid, though, I mean, I. I don't. It's like Sam Hain's one of those bands. I don't listen to it all the time anymore. But when I was a young kid and discovered, you know, especially Initium, that album to me is like a fucking classic. And it's crazy to think it came out in like eighty, what eighty four, eighty four. It's like yeah. way, way ahead of its time, dude. You know. And uh, I'm a fan of Glenn Danzig. I like his style. I'm not necessarily a fan of where he's gone in the last. God, I don't know how many years. <laughs> yeah. Danzig sucked for at least 20 years now, right? <laughs> yep. Like his the band Danzig itself, you know? I mean, they yeah. had two pretty... I mean, that first record to me is like fucking absolute gold. Second Love. one falls off a little bit. And by the third one, eh, you know, and by then, after that one especially, I was done. I don't really... Actually heard a new a newish song from him that just was in like a sidebar on YouTube a couple of days ago and it was pretty terrible, man. <laughs> and I, I love him, you know what I'm saying? Like the Misfits to me when I was a kid were pretty much it, you know. For a long time, I just fucking love that shit so much, and his vocal, you know. But yeah, yeah Sam Hain's totally I love different. His vocals. Sam Hain's definitely different, but I mean, I get that he wanted to, you know, do something different. You didn't want to just yeah. stick to the same formula, but yeah. Yeah, the, the the I guess the problem that I have with Sam Hain, I, it's not a problem. I mean, it's something like that. But um, you know, the Misfits were they had a lot of melody. You right. know, I think that's what and he was like going in the opposite direction. They were going know? the opposite direction, but uh, I don't know the production. You know, obviously the Misfits production was horrible. I don't know um, though, man. I think that Walk well, Among Us sounds great. Well, it sounds great, but you know, by a but there's a certain sonicness that's right. that it's missing. You know, it's a little um, lo-fi, sure. Yeah, with Sam Hain, it's the same deal. So it's like, yeah. but it, they're not catchy songs to me. I just don't, you know. There's no melody. Um, mm, I don't know. It, for me, at least, <laughs> I I, maybe it's just because I just I don't like Archangel? them as much. Come on, dude. It's nothing I hate. Um, there's certain songs that I really like. Yeah. But overall, it's you know. It's yeah, not, I mean they're definitely not as awesome as the Misfits. No, but um, yeah, the the first Danzig record I really like, um, and that's that's about it. I guess the second one's good, but after that it's it falls off for me. Uh, yeah. But the first record is, um, you know, really really good. You yeah. know, um, I think we talked about this before, but the the Sam Haynes ver- version of uh, Twist of Cain, um, is horrible. <laughs> you know i remember the first time i heard it it was like oh it's bad but then you hear the danzig one and it's like holy shit you know it's right. it's it's powerful you know it's it's a lot heavier you know just a way better heavier. production at least oh yeah but it's just a different you know it's yeah totally different bit. band you know but um that record yeah the danzig record's good i just i can't you know there's certain songs like um that black dream song from yeah, that first main record is yeah, is initiums the shit. Yeah, and uh, all, all murder, all guts. All guts. All 
that's good. You know, I'm not saying. Well, they do horror biz on there. You know, I don't like that. But um, what about he who could not be named? I mean, that song totally. That's where we got he who from. Yeah, yeah. I, like I said, they're not all shitters or anything. It's just, I think overall, it's just you know, I, I'd rather listen to the Misfits or Danzig. So really, yeah, for sure, for yeah. sure, the Misfits. You know, oh, definitely the Misfits. Um. There was I can't I can't remember what record it was on but I, I, uh, the song Trouble um I think it was on it might have been on the the last record that Final Descent is that what it's called Final Descent Yeah I don't know what the fucking what album it's on I'll look Final um, Descent was the it's last like this one yeah bad kind of blues song <laughs> It's like oh boy Yeah um, for me and Sam Hain you know I don't really ever listen to anything except Initium but man, did I play the fuck out of that album? You know, I yeah. just I just loved that. Maybe I was young enough, and that cover was so cool. You know what I mean? It just I just thought that shit was so fucking cool. Yeah, that 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 EP, the un the unholy passion EP. Yeah, that's got a really cool cover. Obviously, the the <laughs> art direction is yeah. the misfits. You know, the same yeah, thing. Same so, dude, same. but yeah. Initium's so cover, it is really cool. It's you know, it would have made a really cool Misfits cover for sure. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, totally. I do like how we didn't change the font, you know, from Sam Hain to Danzig. Yeah, it's just the same fucking thing. Yeah, same even like Skull of Crystar thing or whatever. Yep. Yeah. I think it's. I wonder how much he had to pay for that because that came straight out of like a Marvel comic. I think it's called like the skull of fucking, uh, what is it, man? A skull of Chris Star or something like that. It was in like a, uh, just some Marvel comic. I think it was a Marvel. It might have been DC. They probably offered the guy like a hundred bucks to use it. He signed off. (laughs) No, it's been. (laughs) Figured this guy will never go anywhere. 30 goddamn years later. It's. Yeah, I mean, think about how many t shirts have been sold with that fucking thing on it. Mm hmm. And that guy probably yep. would be kicking himself if he had any idea that he sold those rights. So probably for a song, you know what I mean? Yeah. He probably didn't so think much of it. Is um, is the Plan Nine label is that completely dead? I mean, because that know. was like all of them. I don't even know. That was Danzig and. Uh, that was their label. Jerry like, only, right? Yeah. I mean, I think so. Did that like uh, you know when they weren't together? Was that something that was? died and because i don't think that's i don't think it's around anymore i think i wouldn't i don't know he could probably use it if he wanted to for a while it was like they were distributed by caroline remember that back in the back in the day what were you saying there was some shit on the internet where you want to get with fuck with (laughs) some shit on the internet i want to get with um there was something on our page like some oh yeah yeah okay uh, so just thought Let's uh let's take some questions. Okay, let me ask you a few questions. The idea is to put your mind absolutely limit. Well if you just answer the question. Why don't you just answer the question? Be honest, no big deal. Yeah, answer it. Answer the question. Talk to us. Come on, answer the question. There was one I wanted to do. It was, um, I don't know how to pronounce this guy's name. What's Marcus Irie? 
how, how do you pronounce his name? Oh, I don't know. I would probably say Irie. Irie? Marcus Irie? Sorry if I'm butchering it. Um, you've got, he says, you got to put together a punk show with five bands. Each band has to come from a different decade. One from the 70s, one from the 80s, 90s, 2000s, and one from 10 th- 2010 to now. What's your show? Hmm. Well, for me, my band from the seventies is going to be the Ramones. That's <laughs> is that too obvious? <laughs> uh, that's um, what I'd probably have to say too, man. I mean, if it was possible to have the Ramones play, I'd love to see the Ramones again. Yeah. So I was I was actually kind of thinking, um, what maybe if you the, did the Dolls? I was just gonna say maybe the Dolls would be cool. And then what but at if the same time, maybe about the was... early Misfits. They're playing in, yeah, in 77 and shit. Um, that would be cool. But um, what if what if you did the Dolls and your band from the 80s was the replacements? Hmm. You might not have a fucking show. Because, <laughs> <laughs> they've, they've, you know, obviously yeah. they have some history of not actually playing or with everybody. So. Dude, 80s, but... I'd go with Descendants, I think. <sighs> I mean, I consider um, the Descendants an 80s band. Their 80s. So my 80s band, I I gotta go with Husker Du. Yeah, that'd be cool. Hey! 
I'd, I'd have to throw Who's Crew in there. So, yeah. So, yeah. what about the '90s, man? The '90s is a lot harder, man. There's a lot of cool shit from the '90s. Yep. Oh man, I wouldn't. I, I mean, people probably expect us to say automatically say Weasel or Queers, but it's like I've seen them, so. I would try to think of someone that I haven't seen that I really didn't, never got to see that really wanted to see. And I don't know. Let me think. What do you got? <sighs> I I think I was going with the obvious on that one. Um, I was going queers. Yeah. I mean, well, such a great live band, especially uh, in the 90s with fucking 90s B-face. queers. Yeah, B Face and Hugh. That's that's where I was going. Um, did see that lineup, but uh, would like to see him again. You know. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think I would maybe say the Muffs, dude. I never got to see the Muffs, and I think that'd be probably be pretty cool. Uh, that's yeah. Um, you got to see him, but I never did. I did. Yeah. So I'd maybe I'd probably say the Muffs. But cool. No, I don't know though, dude. I would maybe say they're fucking Riverdales. Oh, won't you pick up your feet? Won't you walk down the street like the Possible show to get. So if I had this magic wish, maybe I would say they were fucking Riverdale's. So yeah, I'm gonna go with fucking Riverdale's. Yeah, going Riverdale's. Yeah, okay, I'm so. I'm sticking with the queers. Okay. Um, what about the two thousands? Two thousands till now. Hmm. I don't know, dude. I'd probably have to say the windowsill because I really want to see them and I haven't. So when did they come out? <laughs> well, um, it's between the two thousands and now for sure. Well, no, two thousands and then it was two thousand and ten to now. Oh, decades. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, then the windowsill. I think they would go in the last category then. So from yeah, <laughs> from the two thousands. Oh, geez. Um. Hmm. I guess I'd I'd probably. I'd like to see the fucking... Well, no, I guess that was probably the... 
when were the teen idols was that late 90s or was it late 90s yeah, yeah that first record it. is 97 yeah, so you're right that first record is so good yep. um from the 2000 decade maybe the ergs that's where I went, man. Yeah. I'm, we're kind of in this erg kick tonight. Yeah. So. <laughs> I'm in a full-blown um, ergs mode because I've been listening to them for a week, you know, just to kind of yep. get ready for the ergs thing. And it yeah. set me down the fucking path. Um, so. I went ergs for sure. And then, um, so then my 2010, guess where I went? <laughs> you went to the windowsill. I went to the fucking windowsill. Why so. are you the same person, dude? <laughs> I don't know. When you said that, it was like immediately like, uh, what fucking year did they come out? Because, um, yeah. If not the windowsill, I w- I'd love to see the Bat Bites live. I don't even know if there's still a band. I don't even know. But uh, I like that band a lot, too. All those guys, it's crazy. Like, you know, just the uh, what spawned off from the Apers. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> you know, it's like it's very how many. Cool. It seems like there's uh, like. 12 guys in that area and they're all in these awesome bands <laughs> yeah, and dude. they just kind of switch out so pretty sweet you yeah know, great music man it's just cool yeah, yeah that's so my, what i would do on my list yeah i'm going for sure ramones uh ramones who could do queers ergs and windowsill it's hmm. pretty good for the 70s, I don't know if I'd go with Ramones or not. Because, I mean, I saw the Ramones a few times. And don't get me wrong, it fucking ruled. But I, I might want to use these special choices to just see something totally different, you know? Like the Dolls. I would love to have seen the New York Dolls. That would have been cool. Yeah, that would have been cool. Or the um, early Misfits. Or even the early Dickies would be sweet, you know? Yeah. Like, yep. Fucking... Even just, I don't know, there's a lot of that early punk shit. Go back and see, like, Blondie when they were still kind of punky, you know? And she yeah, was that so would fucking be. hot, dude. <laughs> it's yeah. Like, yeah, that, that would, would be. That would be worth going just to see her in, live in person. And back then, you could, you know, it'd be easy to meet them and hang out. You saw Blondie, though, right? You saw them in yeah, the 90s? That was in the 80s, late 80s. Late 80s? It wasn't Way the past same. Your you know, it wasn't the same. <laughs> Yeah, not even, not even the same. <laughs> um, I guess '80s for me. I I would I would I went Husker Du, um, but Replacements would be another right. band that I would love to see. Yeah, I and thought then, you were gonna uh, say you go watch Josie Cotton filming Valley Girl. That would be. I didn't think that was an option. That would be fun <laughs> though, right? Hey, if we got a magic time machine, fuck it. Did I? Did I? I sent you that link right to that one. I don't know. Um, I told you about it. I think that night we lost an episode. What? Um, I don't know. Heard Josie doing um, Johnny, Are You Queer? Like from 2010. I've seen it. I think. And it was it like was she had two like sacrilege dudes, what, what two guys doing? dancing on stage with her. You know, she like uh, morphed it into some kind of like gay discotheque song. Yeah, and that's fine. Horrible. But I mean, it's to me it's sacrilege because I love that song. You know, the original. Anyways, um, uh, yeah, I think who's could do replacements? I'd love, you know, I'd love to see uh, Dinosaur Junior back then. Hmm, um, yeah, that'd be cool. I would maybe uh, even, you know, it'd be kind of cool to go back and see like some of these bands like the Angry Samoans or like. Yeah. Girl. 
you know, a little bit of mid-80s type shit. Go um, see their original 45 Grave and Red Cross and shit. Yeah, I don't I'd know. like to see the Descendants, cool. you know. Um, yeah, that would be super play cool. Play Liveage, you know, be at that show. That'd That's be cool. That was my original pick. The first thing I thought of, Descendants. Boom, you know. See them back yeah. in the day would have been super cool. But there's uh, a lot of bands that, you know, that we were too young to see that would have been really cool to see. Like, yeah, I would love to have seen fucking Devo, dude. Like the original Devo. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Just, there's all kinds of cool shit that we were just, unfortunately, too young to, like, be a part of, you know? Like, I, I know, like, I know you would probably dig this. I don't know. But um, what about, like, seeing uh, Prince in those days, you know? I was just thinking that. Hell like, yeah, uh, you know, like the movie, obviously, when that movie was filmed, he wasn't actually playing at First Avenue. But you imagine being at one of those shows, like if that was real. Dude, that, you know, the song Purple Rain itself, he yeah. played a show at First Avenue. And that and the recording that you've heard your whole life is a live recording from First Avenue. Huh? Really? Yeah. I've just found That's that out. It's a live recording? Yeah. And then they went back and kind of like touched up a little things here or there but yeah that came from an actual performance they've played it for the first time at first avenue and uh, just kind of like in the movie and they recorded it and that's what you've been hearing your whole life that is crazy yeah that's cool i know yeah hell yeah i would love to go to that i mean to be at the performance of the song that like we've been hearing our whole fucking lives i mean prince yeah. You know, it's kind of annoying that now that he's dead, everyone's some big Prince fan. But I've loved Prince my whole life. And uh, that's my pr- favorite era is the Purple Rain shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, obviously. Rules. <laughs> Fucking rules. Um, okay, so there's another question, not to just jump off topic here, but it's got me thinking. Um, so okay. from Joe Adam, um, he is saying, what is the best song of all time? As in, someone's got a gun to your head, and you must pick one song and tell us why you believe it's the best song of all time. Huh. No time to think, and you can change your mind tomorrow. But right now, off the top of your head, what is it and why? <laughs> so, Jesus, um, it's, it's would you, so like when you're picking like a great song and you're thinking this masterpiece song, um, you know something That's like. You know, it's you think epic, you know, but one of the I I tend to think of a couple of songs that aren't, um, you know, they're not really pop punk songs, obviously, but Purple Rain is one of those songs, you know, (laughs) because it is just a really good song. Like you can, you know, you could have some guy play it on just an acoustic guitar and it's still going to be a good song, you know, Um, but I wouldn't choose that. My. I always go back to uh, Unsatisfied by the Replacements. Yeah. Um, just a great song, you know. I could listen to it anytime, you know. I so, you. I think, which, fuck, dude. I don't know. For me, when I start thinking <laughs> about the best song of all time. It's I tough, mean, isn't it? You have to like, like take it into categories or something. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, but if you have to choose one. But if you have to that, choose it, I feel like it must be... It can't just be some Ramon song, and it can't just, well, you know. It, I mean, I guess yeah. it could, but to me, it's hard to say it that be, you know, it would almost have to be something by the Beatles. You know what I mean? To me, See, they I'm are the greatest, one of the greatest so. bands of all time. And you know, I'm not like I only really like the Beatles up until a certain point. Once they became like the hippie Beatles, I'm out. 
<laughs> yeah. But when they were a rock and roll <laughs> band, like to me, a song like, let's just go like as cliche as you could possibly get, but a song like She Loves You has everything that I love in that one particular song. And it, it could influence a whole generation. I mean, that's power pop. She Loves You, the Beatles. It's yeah. perfect. You know, but do you want to go that cliche? I don't know. I mean, this... That's kind of an unanswerable question, uh, it, Joe Adam. It, <laughs> you know, I it, don't know. It, it is tough. Um, obviously, I, I. But it could change. Like it's just the mood you're in and everything. It's, it's too subjective, dude. I can't answer that. Yeah. Um, well, I did. So <laughs> there you go, Joe. I'm yeah. going replacements. Unsatisfied. Love the song. It's just. I could tell song. you. You could tell me a band. I could tell you their best song all day long of anyone. Yeah, that makes <laughs> it just, a little easier. But saying the best song of all time is probably some type of. If you remember Rain. No. <laughs> no, I. But know, it might but... be like a piece of classical music. You know what I mean? Something that yeah, stood but... up for hundreds and hundreds of but years. Something now. that you gotta listen to, though. Something you wanna listen to. Yeah, for me, I mean, I could say something as easy as fucking, you know, glad to see you go by the Ramones. <laughs> to me, it's go. just as good as any other song that's ever been written. But is it the greatest song of all time? I don't know. It, yeah. It's one of them, <laughs> you know, absolutely one of them. But uh, I don't know, Joe, I'm sorry to disappoint you, but I, I don't know what to say, man. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know what the greatest song of all time is, but I can tell you what, a lot of them that it's not. <laughs> yes absolutely every time there's so, like one of these fucking lists on on like uh you know back on, yeah, yeah mtv yeah, yeah. any of this mainstream crap it's always like the greatest song of all time is it's always either fucking nirvana or stairway to heaven and it's like yeah. fuck you and a fuck you too <laughs> <laughs> you know I mean? yeah there's there's always like it's when the, it's like the greatest hard rock songs of all time and it's like okay where's acdc nirvana ac yeah it's way too it's predictable always it's always the same and you know whatever but uh i don't know man what else you got though um what else was there there was a favorite um i don't want to answer this this one but it's favorite beatnik termites tune (laughs) and it hit me we have not talked about the termites yet (laughs) um so my friend uh Like, yeah, really good band. It's it's one of those bands now that it's like, how the fuck have we not even talked about them? You know, I don't even know if we've mentioned them. I don't know, man. But um, awesome band. I don't even want to answer it because I think that we should just hmm. uh somewhere down tell the road you mine. here. My favorite's always been "You're the Only One." That song rules, dude. Everything is wrong, everything is wrong about you. Well, you're the only one, and I want you, baby. You're the only one for me. You're the only one that I want to hold. 
That's the record for me. Um, I have a hard time answering it, man. Yeah. Um, I could say can't pretend is just as good. Circles. Um, uh, Mary Lou. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, I love the first record, Mary Lou. Nine fifteen is seems like the obvious choice, but it is yeah. really good. Yeah, it is um, really good. Oh, to Susie and Joey, of course. Um, is that um, your favorite like, record? Is that first one? Because yeah, to me, their yeah, best record has always same. been Bubblecore. I don't Bubble know. I just love good. that one, man. Your old talk is yeah, that's fucking good. But um, what was the one um, that wasn't that? That song was like a split on the some Parasites split, wasn't it? Was that on the Parasites record? Or was it? I don't want to be bad because it was Parasites on the one side and the other side was yeah. the Termites. Yep. Um, I think the, it was the one with the Parasites who had just a bunch of like '80s looking guitars as the cover or something. Wasn't no, it? No, no, they had. Oh no, no it was the was, one where it was like a drawing. Yeah, it was just a drawing of the yeah. parasites, kind of like whatever. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Um, hmm. um, but you know, it had those. It had the uh, Denise, Denise. <laughs> yeah. And I one. didn't sing those songs, but still, I liked Girl Crazy better than the first one too. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I mean, I see what you mean. They're they're all good, but Taste of Sand is just one of those. Uh, eh, it's kind of like a soft spot you know yeah well i mean it was the first <laughs> full length before. right yeah pretty fucking that was good. i mean i got that in high school and it was just like i just remember at the time it was like you know there was jawbreaker and you know my friends were listening to heavier stuff well, not that jawbreaker's heavy but you know 15 and you know that kind of shit and then there's the termites come out and it's his voice you know and it's just like way different and um, I remember the first time I heard Intruder, I was like, God, he sounds just like fucking Pat. Well, they they have a similar sound, you know, that... Totally. That doo kind of thing, and... That's great. They deserve an episode, That's man. That's true. Um, I just can't believe that we haven't fucking talked about him at all, so... Not even on, like, a mix... And they never came up in the mixtape episode or anything, huh? No. Strange. So, I don't, I don't know how that happens. <laughs> Weird. So, and well, it's we did really rem- weird. We did talk about him in the Ramones cover album thing briefly. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, we did. So, but, but still, but, that took how yeah. many episodes? Jesus. <laughs> yeah, but there's there's a lot of bands that we haven't covered that's yet. That's true. That, you know, so. Um, the good thing is we got plenty of shit to go. So, yeah. um, uh, and then the only other one that was on there was best Scandinavian Ramones core band. And I holy, was like, holy what, fuck. What, what does Scandinavian in, in, like, entail? So, like, what countries like, are in the Scandinavian? Norway, Sweden, <laughs> Switzerland. I don't fucking know. Right? Those three? Denmark? Mm. Is that? I don't know. That's what I'm asking you. <laughs> so Yeah, we're fucking morons, like, I guess. The dude but... said, uh, play a song. I was like, well, who's the best then? I don't know. <laughs> Is it the Hallingtons? I know they're from in that area. Yep. 
But I don't know. Fuck, I don't know. I don't know. See, when you say a like to so, me, is Scandinavian just means a region. Right? Yeah. So the it's region actual, is is a Scandinavia a country? No, it's Norway, Sweden, <coughs> Finland. So does it have to be Ramon's core? Too? I don't know. I'll break the rules, and I think I'll go Yum Yums. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think I think they were from. I don't Sweet. know. It's hard to keep it all straight. We're just stupid Americans. We don't know. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. We have no idea. Um, no disrespect yeah. at all, man. But, you know, we just don't know. That was it. That was it for those kind of questions. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So I'm having some random questions because there's something else to talk about. Yeah. So, so we, we don't want to just... do a top five every week necessarily. No. You know, I know we've been kind of leaning on those a little bit, but we don't want to do it every time. Yeah, and we kind of this kind of this episode kind of dropped in our lap last night. <laughs> well, it <laughs> we was supposed to come out and... 38 minutes ago as yeah. we we're recording it. <laughs> yeah, and uh, so. I had to whip out a, the art for it real quick last night, and then I, we were just kind of scrambling for ideas. So I just thought, you know what? Let's just throw it out there. So I may not even do my normal heavy edits either, man. So if the show seems a little fucked up, that's why. I want to get it out though. I don't want to spend all night editing this fucking thing for you people. Yeah, I hope you understand. Put it out there raw, man. It's all good. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> uh, we'll okay. see. Should we? Um, I usually try to like quality control us because yeah, we're dumbasses. But you should hear the shit that I cut out. <laughs> <laughs> so um, yeah, let's uh, let's call her good. All right. And yeah, if you're hearing this and uh we've we've uh last week's episode went really well. Um Yeah, so thanks so much Cliffy if you're listening. And yeah, uh Mike, thanks. I know you're listening too and uh we'll have you at some point, dude. Um I don't know what's coming up. We have uh so next month we're going to do some Halloween shit, I know. Yeah. And um, there's oh, some yeah. stuff in the works for that. So we got Danzig, we have... Uh, Danzig, for sure. Jamie Lee Curtis. Jamie Lee, maybe uh, PJ Souls. Yeah. So yeah, if you're listening to this, sorry it's not our normal <laughs> thing, but it's, uh, you know, we're running way behind the eight ball. We wanted to have something for you this week, and uh, hope you enjoyed it. If you did, you know, like, comment, do all that kind of social crap that people do, and thanks for listening. Yeah, uh, keep listening and um, keep throwing some ideas at us. Sometimes we need stuff, shit to talk about. So, yeah. yeah. Anyways, uh, take her easy.
I love you. Bye.